what's up good morning and happy wednesday august 24th 2022 uh today on bible study live we're going to talk about being a godly man you know the bible actually has uh something in letter of corinthians that have five clear things that say here's how to be a godly man well these five principles anyway if we apply them will help us become godly men so that's what we're going to dig into this morning so let's count it down and then we'll get started Good morning, good morning. It's 7.54 a.m. Central Daylight Time, and today we're going to talk about being a godly man. What does that mean, and why are we talking about it? Whew. I mean, it feels kind of obvious to me why this is something we need to talk about, but, I, you know, the other day I was talking about um, how the, the fall of humanity, right, sin didn't enter the world because of men speaking up and saying the wrong things. Sin entered the world because a man didn't speak up. Adam kept his mouth shut when the serpent came in the garden. Adam kept his mouth shut when the serpent lied about what God said, and Adam kept his mouth shut when the serpent deceived Eve. Uh, Adam was right there, and he knew better, and he, what he should have done was said, no way, Jose, get out of here, but he didn't, right? So we know what he did wrong. We know that, uh, that he didn't speak up. We know what it looks like to not properly be a man, but what does it really mean to be a man you know it's funny I was watching um, the other day my wife and I watched the documentary what is a woman which by the way is pretty man it's kind of sad to be honest but um also just kind of mind-blowing like the levels of ridiculousness in this uh, documentary just with people being asked the question what's a woman uh, but people don't often ask the question what is a man what makes a man a man right like I'm not talking about the fact that you're male right like but when I say what makes a man a man, I mean, there are, I know a lot of, I'll quote the guy that spoke at the uh, men's event I was at a few weeks ago. He said, I know a lot of 50-year-olds who shave, right? My wife and I have this conversation often, and I say there's a lot of adult adolescent males, right? There are a lot of people that, you know, they're a male and they're of adult age, but they're just little boys trapped in men's bodies. So today we're going to look at just a small excerpt from Paul's letter to the church in Corinth because in this letter there are five things that he that he shares that I think are key components to being a godly man. So let's take a peek at what those things are. Let's read 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 16 verses 13 and 14. Oh, before I do that here, the whole purpose of Bible Study Live is to create some conversation without condemnation. We're not going to agree on everything, but we're not going to argue about it. So, um, without further ado, let's get in it. Uh, so here we go. First Corinthians chapter 16, verses 13 and 14. I'm reading from the new living translation today. It says, here are the five things. Be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything with love. Let me say that again. Be on guard, be firm in the faith, or excuse me, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong and do everything with love. Now, this is interesting because the be courageous says be men. That's what the Greek, that's what it's translated from. Be men. So be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be men, be strong, and do everything with love. Let's take a look at a few other translations because I think it's kind of nice to do that. 
the NIV says, be on guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, do everything in love. The NET says, stay alert, stand firm in the faith, show courage, be strong. Everything you do should be done in love. And let's take a peek at the message. The message says, keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. Give it all you've got. Be resolute and love without stopping. So let's talk about how this ties into being a man. Well, here's the deal. God created men and women in his image. But men, I, I would say, we haven't, we haven't stepped up and done what we've been called to do. And so in this letter, uh, this isn't a letter just to men. This is a letter that Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. But that being said, these five key principles will help us be the men that God created us to be. Uh, so let's just start with the very first one. The message words that keep your eyes open. The NLT says be on guard. Okay, be on guard. Keep your eyes open. For what? Well, for things that would go against God's work. Things that would go against the teaching of who Jesus is and what Jesus showed us. We need to be on guard. Let's go back to the, the Garden of Eden. If Adam had been on guard, if he had kept his eyes open, then when he saw the serpent walking toward his wife, he would have said, whoa, I don't know what this crazy creature is, but I need to protect my lady. This is my wife. This is my treasure. This is She's a gift from God. This is my, my perfect companion to make me whole. Right? If he was on guard, if his eyes were open, he would have stopped that from taking place. Right, So even from the beginning of time, we can learn that being on guard, keeping our eyes open is critical. Right, The next thing that Paul says in verse 13 is stand firm in the faith. What does stand firm in the faith mean? Well, here's the deal. What does it mean to you when you think of standing firm? right? To stand firm means to refuse to change your position, right? To, to, to own the position you're in and say, I refuse to change my position on this. Let's go right back to the Garden of Eden, right? When the serpent says to Eve, hey, uh, is it true that God said if you eat from anything, you'll die? And she's like, no, 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 just this one thing. Adam stood there and he heard that. And he should have stood firm in this to say, whoa, no, because the serpent says, oh, that's not true. No, no, God just knows that it'll open your eyes. It'll make you like him. In that moment, Adam should have stood firm in the faith. And by the way, all these lessons can apply to women too. But I'm talking to you men because I feel like men, we, we are the ones that have dropped the ball in, in the leadership role in the church and in the Christian faith. Okay, so that's what I'm talking to men right now. But when the devil said, no, 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 that's not true. He, he was calling God a liar. And that's where Adam and Eve but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus on Adam today. That's where Adam should have stood firm in his faith and said, no, 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 what my God said is true, right? How many times in our lives do we not stand firm in our faith because we're concerned about what someone else may think or how they may respond? So the first thing to being a godly man is to keep your eyes open and be on guard and to watch for things that would go against God, that would bring uh, the enemy into our lives right? Temptations, things like that. The second thing is standing firm in the faith, which means you know God's word and you stand on God's word. That's the second thing. But the third thing is be courageous. Be courageous. Now, it's funny because the original Greek actually says be men, which is funny, 
because it associates men with courage. You know, when I look at men today, I don't see a lot of courage in men as a whole. What I see are a lot of men who, uh, I, what I see is a lot of adult adolescents. I don't see a lot of men standing up for their faith. I don't see a lot of men standing up for Christ these days. And now when I say stand up, I don't mean looking for a fight. Jesus didn't go around doing that. But when I say standing firm in our faith, I mean, we've got, or, or, or being courageous, we've got to say, we've got to take a stand for what God says is right and wrong. And taking a stand means not backing down when that's challenged. Being courageous means sometimes having the hard conversations. But being courageous also means showing love to people that are hard to love. Being courageous means helping people out when, when it seems like the world is against them. Sometimes being courageous means speaking up as a Christian, even if it goes against what other Christians are telling you to do. See, being, being courageous, being a man, you know, what did God say to Adam when he created him? He gave him dominion and authority over all the earth, over everything except for Eve. And this is important. God gave Adam dominion over everything before he created his perfect companion. See, man wasn't meant to rule over woman. That, that type of relationship and, and broken relationship didn't happen until after the fall. Man was created to rule the earth, and he was given his companion. They were designed, we were designed to rule over, over all the creatures of the earth together with our spouse. Not in opposition, not to rule over her, not for her to rule over us, but together we were to move forward in this life, right? So being courageous means having the courage to step up and do what we're called to do by God. The next thing says, be strong. So we've got uh, be on guard, keep your eyes open, as the message worded it, which I absolutely love. We've got standing firm in the faith, which basically means to hold tight to all your convictions. Be courageous. Go for it. Give it all you've got as the message words it. And the next one, be strong is what the NLT says. I love what the message says. Be resolute. Be resolute. Be resolute. Now, here's the deal. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google and give you the dictionary.com definition of resolute, or this Merriam-Webster, marked by a firm determination, resolved a resolute character, bold, steady, a resolute gaze. Let's look at, that was Merriam-Webster, but let's look at dictionary.com, what it says about being resolute. It says, firmly resolved or determined, set in purpose or opinion, characterized by firmness and determination as the temper, spirit, actions, etc., so, firmly resolved or determined, set in purpose or opinion. Let me ask you this. What's your purpose? What has God purposed for you in your life? What has God created you to accomplish? We have to be resolute in what God has created for us. We have to be strong. We have to be firm in knowing this is my purpose that I have to live out. If you want to be a godly man, it starts with going, God, what does it mean to be a man? God, what do you want me to do as a man? Now, I think that Paul sums it up very well, and I think this is the, the fifth principle for being a godly man. I think uh, Paul sums it up very well by saying this, 
everything you do, this is verse 14, everything you do should be done in love. So keeping our eyes open, we're watching for things that would go against God. Why? Because we love God and we love his people. So we want to we want to be alert. We want to keep our eyes open and watch for things that are going to come against us. Standing firm in our faith. Well, how is that done in love? Well, we know that God is love. God is the creator of love. God loved us before we loved him back. So in doing that, standing firm in our faith is to stand firm and do it in love because we say, no, listen, I'm not going to go against God. I'm not going to let these sinful things into my life. I'm not going to make you know, make these choices. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm the reason I'm behaving like this is because, because God loves me and God loves you. And we need to stand firm in the faith that that is true. And we need to behave like we know that's true. Show courage, right? Show courage. How do we do that in love? Because if you love someone, you're going to be bold with them, not aggressive, not attacking, not condemning, not demeaning. But when you've got a brother or sister walking down a dark path, being bold, or or, excuse me, showing courage, is saying to them, I care about you and the direction that your life is going and the choices that you're making are taking you down a wrong path. And because I love you, I needed to talk to you about this. Because you're important to me, I had to, I have to, I have to speak up to you. And tell you this because I love you, right? Like if we're doing everything in love, we're not going to go point somebody's sin out because we want to feel better and be holier than that. We're not going to go embarrass somebody in front of people. If we're doing it in love, then we genuinely want to help somebody get back on track with God. And we're going to lovingly come alongside them and say, this is why this is critical. This is why this is important to change. Be strong, right? Be strong. What is that? What does it mean to be strong? How do we be strong in love? How do we be loving and strong? We, we go for it with everything we've got. I love the way the message words it. Give it all you've got. If you love somebody, you're not going to half, you know, go in half cocked. If you love somebody, you're not going to give them half your effort. If you love somebody, you're going to go all in. And last but not least, to be resolute. If we're doing that in love, It means once we know the truth, then we know the truth has set us free. As the scriptures say, Jesus told us that. If you know the truth, when you know the truth, the truth sets you free. What is the truth? The truth is Jesus is Lord. What did Jesus do? Jesus set us free from sin. So we need to be resolute. And and by being resolute, by being resolved to say, I know this to be true. I know this to be true. I'm keeping my eyes open. I'm holding to my convictions. I'm giving it all I've got. I know this to be true. And because I love the people around me, I'm standing firm in what I know. And I have the resolve to continue that walk. See, here's the thing, friends. The world is short on men. The world is short on men, godly men. We have a shortage of them. We have, a, uh, we, have, we have some men who uh, stand at the pulpit or go to church and they, they just hammer people, right? They convict people. They, they, they look to demean one another. We have men at the pulpit who are so, so enamored with the social agenda and, and their political convictions that they're fighting one way or another uh, for politics 
not because the politics align with God, but because the politics align with what they want. We have men who stand at the pulpit and they're in their, I think, well-intended attempt to try and uh, be loving. They've, they've bought into some woke social justice agenda that doesn't honor God either. And then we have men who are just trying their best. Listen, here's the deal. None of us are perfect. Even if we take these five things to heart, keep your eyes open, hold tight to your convictions, give it all you got, be resolute and love without stopping. Even if we make them a priority, we're not going to have a perfect walk. But it's going to look a whole lot more like Jesus than walking without those five things as a focus. Now, if you consider yourself a man, and if you consider yourself a man that follows Jesus, can I challenge you and encourage you, bro? Keep your eyes open. Look for look for things that aren't okay. Look for don't look for things that could give an, the enemy a foothold in your life, in your marriage, in your family. Look for doors that are open that should be closed. Look for look for slithering snakes that are trying to sneak in and, and cause divisiveness between you and your spouse, between you and your children, between you and God. Look for those things. Keep your eyes open. Hold tight to your convictions. You know the truth. You know who Jesus is. You know he died for you. You know he loves you. And you know that that's all a result of God's unfailing love for you. Hold tight to those convictions. Go all in with Jesus. Don't go in halfway. Be resolute in the way you live. And when you do all of these things, make sure that you Love without stopping. As Paul says also in the letter to the Corinthians, he says, and I could speak in tongues of men or angels. I can do all these miraculous things, but if I don't have love, I'm nothing more than a clanging gong. Without love, nothing we do resembles God. They just resemble the best attempts of men. Brothers, I want to encourage you to give it your all and try your best. But if you're not doing it with love in your heart, there's no way you're ever going to achieve the goal of it being your best. So let me encourage you. Start with the, the, the mindset of loving God and loving others. And I promise you, the rest will follow. Thanks again for tuning in this morning. God bless you. May you make the rest of this week amazing not just for you but hopefully for somebody see you tomorrow